Welcome back to the Burnt Pancakes Podcast. I am your host, Katie Fenske, and I'm here to remind moms that everyone burns their first pancake, so just keep flipping. Today, I have a special momversation for all of you moms who just watched your high school seniors graduate. Yes, I am sitting down with mom friend Christina, who recently had her 19-year-old daughter move on. She left the house, she's starting her own life, and Christina is going to give us a very open and honest chat about what that felt like. I know for me, it's a few years off still, but it's something that I have already started to think about. Christina is so awesome. She shares um, just what it feels like and gave some very great tips on how to make that transition in motherhood. So stay tuned for that. Before we start that, um, I would love to ask you to leave me a five-star review on um, Apple Podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're getting anything out of this podcast. I love making it, and I would love for you to share your comments, your thoughts with me. And if you are on social media, come find me on Burnt Pancakes with Katie. I love connecting and making friends with all of you listeners. So without further ado, let's listen to Christina share with us about what it's like when your birdie leaves the nest. Welcome, Christina, to the podcast. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, me too. Me too. This is going to be so fun. So you are at a different stage than I'm at, but it's a stage that from the minute I had kids, I've already thought about like, what is this going to feel like when they leave the nest? So um, give us a little backstory. So how many kids you have and your oldest daughter just moved away. So like, give us the story. Yeah, you bet. Um, So we have like a modern family. So I have like four to five kids is how I phrase it. And they are 19, 15, 13, 12, and 11. So two girls, three boys, um, they're, the boys are starting to eat us out of house and home. So oh. you have that coming for you with your it's, three boys. It's not there yet, but I'm just barely <laughs> seeing like a glimmer of, oh, oh, this is what they're talking about. Mm. Oh, yeah. And it just like accelerates with the, yeah, with like, there'll be 12, 13 and 14 coming up here, like August, September. And so like, even just in the last like little bit, it's just like, they're eating like, way more than my husband who's a mechanic on his oh feet gosh. all day like and there's three of them and we're like okay cool but we right. try not to like bat an eyelash at it it's just it is like I try just to remember growing. to be grateful I try to remember to be grateful that I have mouths to feed oh I love that yeah love that yeah. okay and my daughter yeah she's my <sighs> baby my first those ones are the hardest ones I think you know just it doesn't matter like what's you know, like that first time you become a mom and you, you, you make that connection and you realize what everyone's been talking about Mm -hmm. that, like unconditional love that you can't explain until you're a parent. It just like, yeah. So she's my baby. She's 19. And yeah, she moved to the other side of country. So I'm here. I'm in Alberta on the West side of Canada. She moved to the very East coast. Like as far away as she could get. (laughs) Yeah, it was like you're just supposed to move down the street, okay? Right. Or like the like next out of the house. Over. Yeah, and like still need to come and do your laundry here or come eat here or those oh. sorts of things. I really expected that kind of transition. So yeah. she moved um <clears throat> she it was not going to school. She went into the like military. Yeah, so she joined. She was a cadet kid, so okay. here in Canada we have like cadets which is 
like a like a junior kind of program for mm-hmm. mentoring youth. So she did that. She did like girl guides and brownies and stuff as a kid, but it was always uh, something that she had preset up with her dad. Oh, like he really wanted her to try this. It's got like a lot of discipline and opportunities for her to try new things. So it was always on the docket. And I'm telling you, so this kid is the kid that like, we did dance. We did soccer. We did ball. We first did born. Like <laughs> first born gets not, to do like, it all. <laughs> I know. And I also none of it seems to like eh, eh, like never seemed like to like. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Gymnastics, like all the things. Nothing. If anyone would have told me that military cadets would have been the thing that like my daughter was all over, I would like, never no have believed you. Never. That's. And I was going to so, ask you if you saw this coming or if it was like out of left field. I did it in a way because like she is the oldest of also five kids. So there's going to be like a spot where there's like, you know, she just wants to not have to be in charge or like in this like space of always, I think being the oldest, there's something to be said when you're like, want to, you know, be free of that title. I was the oldest. So I kind of know what that's like to be like, I don't want to be like worried about all this stuff. And yeah. So I did in a way, but I never really saw kind of this coming, but I started to see the plan. You know, she took a gap year after high school, which was amazing. And she planned to travel, but none of her friends had money to travel. People didn't have jobs Mm -hmm. and she didn't have any, like anything like ride or die. And I think that's like what I'm most excited for her right now is this sense of community that she's going to be a part of. Like these people Mm -hmm. like have your back. Or at least family. That's what I tell myself. Yeah, family. (laughs) The military family, like they they will have each other. So that like, you know, when they just like go and travel, they'll always like have each other. Yeah. Oh gosh. The mama heart, that would probably make me feel like a little bit better. Oh. So okay, she went away in January, right? How long before that did you like know that was coming? Or was it last minute decision? It was pretty, yeah. So I we kind of had this, these kind of, she had these two type of kind of plans going on. Neither of them were going to be here. So there was <laughs> like, maybe there was maybe like six months, but like, she didn't really seem sold on any of them. So I kind of just put it off on the back burner. It's one of those things that you try to prepare a little bit for, but mm-hmm. the more you sink in, the more it hurts. So you yeah. try not to prepare too much either. And yeah, it was like, then it was like, it was decided. And because she's female, she was like, really, I think like pushed through the system much okay. more quickly. If she was just like mm-hmm. a young man, I'm sure there's plenty of young men, but not as many young women. So it was like six weeks. Like I was petrified. It was going to be before weeks. Christmas. Oh yeah. I was petrified. And we didn't really know. I was like, if it <gasps> is Christmas, I will like come unglued. So thankfully it was not, but it was like January 10th. It was like just after Christmas and yeah, I would gladly, Katie, I would gladly take a colicky baby and a toddler <laughs> at the same time oh, as those for that feeling. Mine. That's why I was going to ask if this gives you like a whole new appreciation for that phrase, um, enjoy it now or in, what is it? Um, enjoy it now because it goes so fast. Like, do you now feel like, holy crap, that was so, let me get a tissue. Like that was so... True. Like you don't see it in the moment, but then it passes and you're like, gosh, I didn't enjoy it. All right. Yeah. 
I would like, <clears throat> I would give anything to go back to a five-year-old version and do it one more time. Oh, I was going to ask you what, <laughs> what stage, what age is your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably go right back to five because you're just so mm-hmm. feisty and precocious and just uh-huh. so like, you know, everything is just so lit up. I love that. I love babies too, but that one's like that little person. But mm-hmm. it's I yeah, kid, that kid face. My dad has been telling me all this time, like to savor, especially like my boys. Like <laughs> literally, boys find like one thing to bash another thing till one of the things break. And like when they're quiet, that is story of my life, worry, right? <laughs> like when it's quiet, you have to worry. And it's just been like this running joke. And he just is like. You will look back at these days and you will miss it so much. Try not to wish it away. And it's uh, so hard not to be pissed at him at the yeah. moment and be like, stop with your like stuff. I'm yeah, like, don't tell me that. They're driving me crazy. Have you seen my gray hair? I'm losing yes. it. They're giving me wrinkles. It's hard. But he's so right. <laughs> this does. He's so right. And it really gives me such appreciation. My youngest is definitely spicy. So I try to reflect and enjoy the hugs and enjoy the spicy because one day I won't be in charge of it. And before you know it, he might be on this grand adventure getting terrible tattoos, or at least in my opinion, <laughs> terrible tattoos <laughs> on the other side of the country. And I ha- will have no say. She got a tattoo? <clears throat> Two tattoos. No. One of them is the type that you get from like a gumball machine. Like you just like spontaneous 19. And she loves it for that whole idea. And of course, mm-hmm. I'm the parent going. Are you going to love this in 20 you're... years? Just wait till right. you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and it all stretches right? out. <laughs> oh, no. Totally. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Okay. So, how did you prepare yourself for like the day she left? Because she left. I remember she, you got to go see her at her graduation, yeah. right? So, that was yeah. like the last time you've seen her since January. Yeah. And oh. she'll be home in August. So it's still a couple months <sighs> away, but I'm like counting, counting down the days, down the days like down. just holding it together. Um, the hardest thing I think as a parent is that we spend all this time loving these people. We're developing this parenting philosophy that we're passionate about, either similar to our parents or maybe mm-hmm. the opposite or somewhere in between. And we're like, you know, we're feeling so strongly about doing a good job and worrying about doing a good job, all those things. Pouring and then you get to a point. In. Oh my gosh. And you get to this moment in which you see them about to spread their wings and you're like, Oh, I did that. I was part of that. Um, that's amazing. And I hate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I yeah, did a good job, like, but I wish I didn't. <laughs> yeah. It's a really funny feeling. So I just tried to be grateful that like, she's one of the loves of my life and just an outstanding human. Like how amazing is that, that she's like now choosing something that's so giving of herself and takes like so much courage, so much determination. Like this child was not your athletic child. So basic training was not, it's not like something that would have just come easier, easy to her. Um, besides of course being 19, but like, I just try to really soak in just the pride. And I try to just remember that that was my job to do. Mm. And that's how I prepared myself is just to remember like that was my job to do. And like, how amazing did we do to like raise this like person or be a part of raising this like outstanding human being. So I really, really, really try to focus on that. 
Um, at first, every Zoom call, I was crying. Then it moved to like every second one. I feel so terrible too because I'm not really trying to make her feel bad. Right. And I really always like every second time I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cry. I just <laughs> miss her so much. And I like, I worry, you know, like, but someone great told me like, you know, you're worried about her like emotional health and like how she's getting along with friends and stuff. That's because you have this brain. She has a 19 year old brain that's not even like fully developed. She's not feeling the way you think she's feeling. You're imagining you in that spot. And she's just like, she's living it up. So try not to be like worried or putting even more on her plate. Like, oh, how's your mental health and all that? Like I do check in, but I try not to like be obsessive about it. Yeah. How did did she react to leaving? Was she like, I'm so excited. Like the world is ahead of me. Or was it like? Totally. Yeah. She was like, not at all not at all worried about being homesick. Like if anything, she was just worried about the training, but not about leaving home. So it was never about leaving home. She was like, peace. And I was like, okay. She's totally opposite me. When it came for college, I, the college I went to was actually closer than my high school. It was literally (laughs) down the street. Cause I was like, I can't leave home yet. I can't leave home. In hindsight, I, I would have been just fine. Like if I had gone away, but I was not like that, but my oldest son, I'm like, he's already packing his bag. He's ready to go. Like he's so independent. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Do you guys have like certain rules? Like I'll call you every day. I'll call you once a week. Like, have you made, I haven't, I haven't really put that on her, but I do definitely like call. We have a three hour time difference too. So like when I'm just getting off work is kind of when she's like just getting ready on Friday night as a 19 year old would. (laughs) So there's lots of like, Oh, pass the phone around to my mom. (laughs) Oh, I got a bug on me. Ah, I see it. (laughs) Oh gosh. Ah! (laughs) For those of you who are just listening and not watching on YouTube, she's in the most glorious like park right now. It's, your background is beautiful. I love it. Oh, thank you. But that was like, there you go. That's what happens when you're <laughs> a bug. You can get a bug. That's bug. Oh. Um, yeah. So, but I just, she hasn't really put any rules on me, which I appreciate. Um, I've tried to start to give her a little bit of space that it doesn't have to be like every day. And so, which is nice because when I give her space, then she misses me mm-hmm. and I don't feel like mm-hmm. that. So sometimes that's hard to do, right? We have to give right. them space to miss us and to like want to connect because, and then we don't feel like, you know, we're hounding or like, am I being needy or whatever? Right. It is like it's I, such a balance, a balance between <laughs> like, I'm your mom. I get to call you and yeah, letting them miss you and letting them take the the initiative. Oh my gosh. Totally. And so she still like wants to call me, tell me the tea that's like means the most to me that like, you know, she still wants to tell me the things. Even when she got these tattoos, she was like, literally within five seconds. She's like, I got two tattoos. Don't be mad. I wasn't even going to tell you, but I can't keep secrets. Oh, but I love that so she tells you. Things. She told you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then so. you just go, they're beautiful. Yay. <laughs> I, I'm like, mm-hmm. and she's like, she, and you know, what? I think she almost likes that. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's like, like a, that, a little think, rebellious thing or it's just yeah. like, this is the first time I'm on my own. Like I yeah. can do my own thing. I, yeah. My own person now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So if there were someone else in your shoes, what advice, what tips do you give on letting your birdie fly? Like letting, letting them leave the nest. 
I would make sure that you like have a supportive group of wonderful women that you can share your heart with that isn't pouring out on your kid. I don't think it's fair. So like, even though I'm still like, I didn't master it and I still cry every second day and I had to apologize. I like, I cannot imagine how much more it would have been without a sisterhood, without people. I didn't have to be sisters, I suppose. And somebody who gets you, mm-hmm. somebody who get, you know, like, can even just like hug you and tell you it's all going to be okay. And mm-hmm. that they'll love you and miss you. And you did a good job to remind you, you did a good job. Yeah. So make sure you like reach out to those people who know and love you and let the venting of emotion out as much with other people as you can (laughs) not to like put it on them because I think it might also like be uh like a just um a repellent Mm -hmm. for teens they're like oh my gosh like enough so I just try to keep it cool try to be as cool and flexible (laughs) as you can I can't imagine what it would be like though in if she was like she will start school as part of this program she's not there yet um, she's just kind of awaiting that. But I can't imagine what it would be like for a university where you're like, sorry, when are you getting your homework? Or that you like paid for their tuition right. and they're like, they're out partying all weekend. That would be so I'm thankful also for that. But that's what I would say is like, remember that it was your job to grow those beautiful wings. Mm-hmm. And when you are feeling like it's unmanageable, try to reach out to somebody that knows and loves you to let it off a little bit before you just call your kid. And then also just be okay with the fact that it's messy. I think she would have been sad and disappointed to have not seen that as well. And my husband reminds me of that all the time when I'm trying to like pull it together. He's like, I don't think she wants to see that you don't miss her or that you have it together. Mm. I think it reminds her, even if she stops, even if she rolls her eyes, she leaves the conversation knowing just how missed she is. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to know that mama's hurting <laughs> too. Mama's hurting too. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Not ready for it. And I, and I wish you luck. Yeah. There's no, there's no more preparation that you can do, but just to remember the whole time, your whole job is to raise these amazing humans and be so proud of yourself and just know again, that I would take a colicky baby and a toddler (laughs) at the same time over this process. So I don't think there's a way to escape it, but yeah, really revel. You know, when they say that about like cherish those moments because they pass, they are not kidding. They are right. Oh, so those toddler tantrums that I'm getting, I need to enjoy them more (laughs) or no one day you'll be leaving. Like I say that to my husband all the time because he loves a nice tidy house. Like things are breaking in our house that we don't plant, you know, like, boys, why are you peeling the paint off the wall? And then I'm like, but one day they won't be here and the house will be perfect again. And we won't have them. They'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll honestly be like, it'll be tidy. You won't even have anything to do. Yeah. Like, darn it. I wish some boys would come here and draw on my wall again. (laughs) Right. Oh Oh, my gosh. Okay. Last question for you. How is she doing? Is she like, Doing She's amazing. doing, honestly, she is doing amazing. She's starting to get homesick. I think when everyone was kind of done university and home mm-hmm. here for the summer, her friends are coming home. I think that is tough. But one of her best friends is out there now. That has made my heart happy. She's made friends, including like female friends. There's a lot of boys <laughs> in the military. So I'm like, oh man. That must be tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's really tough. It's tough to be like, 
also just navigating this spot where you're like young, she's beautiful. She's funny. She's talented. And you know, like they like her, but how do you like maintain these like friendships? And then you have to let these poor young men down and not all of them handle it gracefully. And it's tough. And so that's one of those things I'm like, Oh, her poor heart. And they're like, she's a teenager. She's not thinking about it like that. The boys aren't thinking about it like broken hearts. They haven't developed those skills yet. So try not to. So she's doing amazing, but she is getting homesick. One of the tattoos she got was a homage to our hometown. (gasps) Oh, did that? She was like, that would melt my heart. I would be okay with that tattoo. Like, okay. Yeah, that one's okay. That That one's okay. The gumball one wasn't, but that one was amazing. Cause you know, she like, it's funny. You're so desperate to leave your hometown. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not all these things. There's a list of things when you're a teenager that it's not for you until you leave. And then Mm -hmm. those things only, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm -hmm. So only in those things did she miss. Exactly. It'll always be home. So it's been nice for her to experience homesick. She's really looking forward to coming here. Two weeks is going to rush by so fast. We have, I definitely secured music festival tickets for three um, days. I've just planned to soak in three days with her. So that's going to be amazing. Uh, but she's doing well. I ask her all the time and she's like, mom, I really am. I'm like, I am a little homesick, but I am like making good friends. These people have my back. I am safe. I am happy mm-hmm. and I am living my best life. I'm like, that's all I can ask for. That's all I could ask for. Okay. And yeah. you are doing amazing too. Cause this <laughs> could not be, I don't even want to think about what it's going to be like, but like you're doing it and you're oh, showing us all for- that you can survive this. And there's, there's a way to get through it. <laughs> there is for sure a way. And I even talking about it, I wasn't sure even yesterday I was like, but I want to, you know, think about it too much because I really want to share the strength side of it. But no, and Katie seen it like many tears have been shed, Mm -hmm. but through, I think the only way to get through it is to shed them. So let it out and then just, you know, like keep your eye on the prize. Like, man, you are like a good human. I'm so excited for you. And we'll see where the wind takes her literally on the Navy. (laughs) Where does the wind blow? That's right. Because it's not home. The whole thing is it's not home from here. I live in the prairies. Like home is, it's just not here anymore. So her adventures are only just starting. So, yeah. and I think, you know, like you're going to need to build your own plan about how you're going to nourish yourself. I think that would be the other piece of advice. I know circling back that I didn't really think about the moment, but like, what do you want for yourself? You need to make sure you're filling your cup and not just like only filling it with your kids because okay. then it will be really, really empty. Oh my God. That is, that is very wise. Like it's very easy to lose yourself in motherhood, but then you realize, well, when it's, I mean, it's not ever done when they move out of the house, but when you let them go, what's left? Like what are some ways that you are still filling your cup as a mom? Oh, I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm a huge fan of the discipline of a morning routine and like where that I do right now to fill my cup. Now I'm not always like disciplined about exactly mm-hmm. what I'm doing, that kind of routine per se, but it always has a few components. It always has gratitude. It always has something in it that's nourishing for me. It always has an essence of spirituality. It always has a little bit of movement and not all those days am I like sweating, 
Some of them are softer. Some of them are badass. It's all varied. But that is, and I think the other thing was that I did was invest like in myself in the last six months about really helping hone in on the things that had been holding me back from following Mm -hmm. my purpose. And so now I have this like five-year plan that I'm in kind of year one about so that when my baby is 18, is 17, and is also like then, then my cup isn't really empty. I will have already been on to this new plan. So I'm really excited about this. Like, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm very excited. Yeah. It just shows that, you know, we're both in our forties. Like we don't, we can start, we can start new things in our forties as moms, because we're not just moms. We are women and it's okay. It's okay to pivot when you're 42 and want to start a podcast. (laughs) Absolutely. When you're 44 and you want to like, okay, I'm going to start a new side career. Right. I'm going to go to school and I'm going to, but you know, like it really is of service. And the same as what you're doing, Katie, like moms need moms. Like how beautiful is it that you're like, helping be a spot where moms can go and feel safe and hear the stuff that they need to hear. Like, I just think it's such a beautiful thing. Your mom versations. I tell everybody I know because all of us moms, you know, even if we're not necessarily at the stage you're talking about, we were once there. It helps us walk down memory lane and hold those mm-hmm. moments precious too. And I think, yeah, we all as moms need a spot. That's like, we got you in this like non judgmental space. But also a reminder, what you're doing is that you can also, yeah, you can pivot and there's still, yeah, there's still plenty of life ahead of me. So much. Plenty of purpose, plenty of purpose left to still be fulfilled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our messages are, are meant for the world. That's so true. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Like now I'm going to tear up. (laughs) (laughs) I know I held it together. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) Stop now before we cry. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Cause I feel like your message to all these moms who are watching their seniors graduate from high school right now, I wanted you to come on because I'm, I don't want to just talk about babies. You know, I want to talk about the teen life. I want to talk about what it is like when you have a child leave the house. So I so appreciate you being open and sharing everything that you're going through. Oh my gosh. And such great timing. I know I see all these grad photos and those parents. And I remember that moment a couple of years ago for me. And I'm like, oh, I know it. It's so proud. Like you're so proud. And also you're being stabbed in the heart. Right. I did a good job, but now I wish I did it. (laughs) Yeah. Just, you know, like try to let go of that control. You did a good job. It was what you were meant to do there. Like give them a little space to fly. They'll always come home. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Katie. Thanks so much for what you're doing. 